Hey, have you seen the new season of that uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, yeah. Arey, it's so good, man. I just started today. Like, I watched two episodes, and it's man, it's so good to see the show back. Not a true fan, say. Eh? Watching it all in the end. Don't tell me you're gonna put this again at the end. Okay, don't, don't, please don't. <laughs> I'm so not ready. To... <laughs> Welcome everyone to another episode of Nerdistan, a podcast where we celebrate big beer and being nerds. I'm your host, like always, Manoj Matthew, and joining me today is my very good friend who is really excited to talk today as we take a walk through memory lane through the DC universe. Is my very good friend Jay Nayar. <laughs> Dude, like I am so happy that after all these years, I finally found a reason to rewatch Man of Steel. Like. I think it's been literally like since the release after like watching it in the theaters I don't think I ever watched this movie for some mm-hmm. reason I just like there are some movies which you like but you don't want to rewatch because like it takes away the magic of the first viewing but man do I love the series like, even more like the thing even more after all these years yeah. like, you know I had like worked up a very cool like intro where I was like Jay let us travel back in time oh, to a time yeah. where these <laughs> Oh no! And you just broke our mask, you right away. <laughs> I just oh my god, guys! The, the professional podcast. Look at the coordination between the hosts. <laughs> but I anyway, like just like reeling back a little bit. Uh, today's episode, we'll be talking about Man of Steel and Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, the Ultimate Edition. Uh, because that's the only edition that exists. We don't know about any other edition, <laughs> any other what theatrical. We we don't know yeah. that. It came straight to Blu-rays. That's why the DC universe like it <laughs> crumbled. Poor <laughs> decision. But uh, like, well, because uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League will be coming out next week. And uh, we are recording this a little bit early, but uh, because Zack Snyder's Justice League will be coming out next week, we thought we'll do a warm-up podcast about like the movies that released in the DC universe. Especially under Zack Snyder's sort of, under Zack Snyder's leadership, you could say like uh, now mainly there's Man of Steel, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Uh, that's the three movies. But we'll be speaking more about Man of Steel and BBS, the Ultimate Edition, yeah. in today's episode. So uh, we're very grateful for everyone who's joined in for today's episode. So that'll be today's episode as a whole. Uh, there'll be no, nothing else because we actually recording this very early, so we can't do <laughs> things trending this week because we don't know what's going to happen this week. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, recording this early because this episode of, is uh, sponsored by Luther Cop. No, it's not. <laughs> no. It is. <laughs> Are while rewatching Man of Steel, I realized one thing that by the like, especially in the climax, uh, no, the third, the final act, uh, there was like this uh, Lex Luthor Corporation. There was some yeah, that's the truck. Lex, there yeah. was a truck. Yeah, 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 yeah the truck. There's, and, there's uh, Lex is there. Like his presence is there throughout Man of Steel. Like even in uh, the there's this uh, bus. Like when there's a scene where Clark goes back to his house, and like after like visiting the scar, after visiting the Kryptonian ship, the Fortress of Solitude and stuff like that, he comes back and he actually gets off for like Luthor bus. Like in the bus, it's written like like something like that. So the presence is there like throughout. But anyway, I guess we'll jump right into Man of Steel. Now, this movie came out I think seven, eight years back. So we are not going to be doing. Uh, non-spoiler talk. It'll be all spoilers from here. But Jay, <laughs> yeah. let me know what are your thoughts of Man of Steel. Dude, like this movie, I think like 
I want to say this right away. Like, it's not a perfect film, but hmm. what is a perfect film? True. Like, I there are definitely so many movies which are perfect uh, film. Like my the short films I used to make when I was a student. Up, those are all perfect. Mm, nice, cute. <laughs> nice I'm kidding. Cute. I'm professional kidding. Board, I'm kidding. Like, completely flawed <laughs> films. But anyway, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so like. i have seen like better cinemas than this definitely mm. but like the uh, the main problem which i had those like well made piece of art and cinema is like i don't really take many of the things with me in my like mm. life but with man of steel man there is so much heart in this movie yeah and, which is ironic because most people call this the heartless interpretation of superman yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty crazy to think because, like, mm. the first thing which comes in your head while you talk about Superman is like, oh my God, how invincible he is, how strong he is, like how fast he is. But dude, like, the the thing which makes him Superman is not his power and ability to do things. It's like his resolve to uh, make this world. Like how, like how they uh, show him in this dilemma of choosing like his own blood, like. Krypton or the new home he is living in, and the choice he make, and the non-linear way of storytelling makes things interesting. It like doesn't flow like he's like we are getting to know his past while the things in present is happening. So it's really backing up the things in the past. He the choices he is making, and bro, the initial th- like after the whole Krypton invasion thing and the that explode the the core exploded and that. and when he started discovering himself the whole montage of him like traveling through places to know like what he wants to do like i know his dad wants to do one thing but like and it's so beautifully shot like i i have to like it's a beautiful there's movie. one it's yeah a, it's a it's absolutely a, beautiful movie like throughout <laughs> dude and one thing you can't take away uh, from zack snyder is the the beautiful images he produce in his movie mm. like and there are some iconic images you know like which you are uh, which you even remember after 10 15 years now you will yeah, find yeah, it to yeah. that's like goosebumps like, stuff uh, you know it's like mem- it really like sings into your memory like yeah, some of the so, shots and like and those are very powerful images like i i literally since the first time i watched man of steel until now i have i never really uh, think i really back to those yeah. Yeah, went back to it, and the fact that I still remember the first flight he took. Yeah, like, yeah. the dude, music in the, that is so good. Like hands him, hands him, hands him, man. He's epic. like, uh, like, and, and especially and with Jordan's voiceover also, like in the middle, uh, like that. It's just great. Yeah, it's yeah, an yeah, awesome yeah, exactly. Moment. It's a, it's an like, incredible. It's, it's true, true, and like in that, I just want to say, like, since we talk about that, each and every shot, yeah. like the shot of like his hand, like going in, like yeah. just like placing in the ground, and then you see the gravity yeah. around it, like you know, like forming around it, like all the particles, and then he just he just sets off, and you get that incredible shot of him just flying through, you know, like. Around the world, you know, it's just beautiful. Like it's just basically Zack Snyder in its best, in his best elements. There, like true beautiful. man. Like, and that thing only amplified with the Batman versus Superman movie. <laughs> the score, the in uh, like the producing of more powerful images. Like 
we will get back to batman versus superman yeah we will we'll get uh, to yeah. we'll ta- we'll but, uh, the, like let's talk about the things that we really liked about banister and then we'll go, we'll then talk about oh, things that you yeah. know we didn't really like about it but like yeah. obviously you now this film took a lot of like uh, inspiration from batman begins because it also had david is going and if you look at the storytelling like uh, whether it's the non linear storytelling throughout the first half or the yeah. choosing of the villain like general zod who has a very important part to play in the origin of the whole thing and similar to how mm-hmm. like in different ways now ras alko also in batman yeah. begins they sort of made him play a very central part in batman's origin and mm-hmm. in zod it's in a different way it's not a direct relation to superman but still like from yeah. in as the direct relationship could from so even the choosing of the villain and even mm-hmm. the end the world engine and that you have the fear yeah. device thing going like that True. thing the whole thing there so there are many similarities but for me like uh, the starting of the movie man say like just seeing clark like travel around the world and he's just like traveling aimlessly he's just like going around helping everyone randomly and just mm-hmm. trying to find his true purpose like for me i love that so much because that resonated with me so much because like you know when you're in your early 20s you you get that feeling you don't really know what's mm-hmm. going on so you're just like going aimlessly just trying to like trying to understand life in some ways and trying to do the right things throughout and in this and clark it's it's clark is not portrayed as this very like a uh, pure person you know he is human he has flaws mm-hmm. like you see him like stealing clothes from here and then even like yeah. you know getting into this bar fight like he doesn't get in the bar fight he like he's that <laughs> i love that scene where you know like the in, yeah. in the bar fight the guy like uh, Like he tries to behaves with a yeah. girl and then he just stands and then he tries to push him <laughs> and he he doesn't move an inch and the way he just stares yeah. like shit. <laughs> the, 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 but then the, you see how he like dismantles his entire truck and yeah, see, that was scary. Like, you know, yeah. you, you kind of understand that Zach and David S. Goyer because I think David S. Goyer had a very central role to play in bringing Superman here. Uh, they, they wanted to portray Superman as human as possible. like they wanted to portray him as a flawed true, true. character and that was like there throughout Th- that attempt was there throughout because i think one problem which they faced in the crusadery superman and even when they mm. brought they did superman returns with brandon routh like it felt like superman was such a perfect character huh. like as such a, that yeah, people yeah. could not relate to him i guess exactly. there was that feeling so in this in this sort of reinterpretation of superman they sort of try to like show him as human as well because in a way it makes sense because he's a he's just a kid who grew up in kansas like he is yeah. as like there's even a line where he says you know i grew up in kansas jen like yeah. i'm as american as it gets but he is just that <laughs> kind of like very small town person you know he just grew up True. he grew up in yeah. a farm basically so i really like the depiction of the flaws and like, like the first for me the first half when i was like just as origin like with the, with the known linear storytelling i really loved that like yeah yeah <laughs> so man like and like uh, uh, i just want to like uh, talk one thing about uh, one aspect of the ending i'm uh, not going to delve into that but hmm. dude when that montage of him being a kid and playing with his dog with the red yeah, cape on that, his that's back. a great moment that's such that's, a good moment that's that, that's, that's like etched as, in my memory like you know yeah, like even now dude <laughs> like i you like people have no idea like i know there are many people criticizing this movie even like without even knowing anything about the super uh, comic book world hmm. in my childhood like I everyone has so many everyone has done that like i have literally have pictures of me like in a batman costume 
which I'm not going to show okay. here, obviously. But oh, I'm not going to show here. But <laughs> <laughs> I have like pictures with me in a Batman costume, just running around. I still uh, like my mom, dad, sister still talk about that, like how I still like, run around with a cape in my back and just like yeah. jump, jump in the sofas and just act like the cape was like flying around me and stuff like that. Like that's like every kid's like this again. That's like, mm-hmm. really like um, it really surprises me when people say this film doesn't have heart because yeah. I think. <clears throat> This it's film crazy. is filled with a lot yeah. of heart, like all throughout. And I just want to say like one thing, like we, we, mm-hmm. here we're going to speak about things that we really like. I think yeah. one thing, we can't like skip over one thing is the Krypton sequence. Like I know you touched a little upon it, but mm-hmm. dude, that's an amazing sequence. And the, actually Davis Goya like fought for it to be that long. He kept saying that, you know, we have to show this. This is very in, important to his like origin. So that's what they spent, I think, like 15 minutes almost in Krypton. Mm-hmm. And just like the whole, like the whole aesthetic of Krypton, like uh, the, the production design, like the way they sort of like, you know, envision Krypton to be. It's just, it's just a beautiful like art almost. Like, it's like if uh, Zack Snyder made and, Avatar. Like that true, is what true, that true, is. True, true. <laughs> and, you know, like <clears throat> I want to, uh, now I want to uh, talk about the themes of the movie, which, I don't think many people realizes the weight. Like, uh, I, I think he doesn't go much into the depth of those themes. Mm-hmm. But boy, like, uh, as a kid, like as a guy from India, I, I connected some of the dots, which I think was pretty powerful. Which I realized just in like in the recent rewatch, it was like uh, they the bloodlines. Totally, like, Are you referring to the bloodlines thing? Like, yeah, society yeah. decides what the, a the child dude should grow the up. Caste be, system yeah. and the yeah, 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 exactly. Like, true, true, uh, true. like uh, there was like India has been a place which. Like I, not just India. Like uh, as as the kid grew up, grew up in India, I have heard so many stories, and still till date, like it's twenty twenty one, and I still get to hear these type of things. Like there are people who uh, treats other people of different castes and like uh, different workplace, something like that. Uh, like below them, like they are mm-hmm. much superior to those people, and that's a, it's just it's so bad. And you know the way these guys portray, like I was just thinking that oh my god, like who. Did that's all like even if it's not earth, it's still the case for yeah. like superior beings. Like, like the like, concept of free will, the concept of a, pe- a person like true, deciding his own so future. True. Like I feel like yeah. maybe those themes might be lost upon like maybe people from yeah, other countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, but like you know, like even like if you forget the caste system, also a lot. Yeah. For for many people, like their families or their parents decide the future, decide the yeah. you know the which where direction. A true, child, like true, true, a, true. A, a person, sort of progresses in his life. So yeah. I think the fact that they sort of explored that, and that was the main yeah. contention. Like that was a main conflict between Jorel and Zod, because like the, the then Zod, like Zod even like all tells Zod like let's rebuild Krypton hmm. together. So, and he even says like yeah. like and he even asks like who will decide the bloodlines? Like will it exactly. be you? Exactly. Decides you, the yeah, and uh, that is the conflict because both of them in their heart wanted to save Krypton. And they wanted yeah. to like, you know, say, and they, they were not like the the council, which was depicted, like they were not narrow-minded yeah. like that. They wanted to look at other means of how Krypton could survive. They wanted to look to the stars. Like, I, I love that. Russell Crowe, this is so, Dude. like, it's he Dude. as Joe, like, one of my biggest critiques of huh. Zack Snyder's DC, not, not one of my biggest, like, I do have a mm. few, like, uh, like hindrances yeah, yeah, yeah. a few like things that you know gripe me a little bit but yeah. one thing is that the fact that Joral never returned after this 
like yeah, yeah. Uh, now in pvs <laughs> he didn't return and even in like uh, i know his like his like memory thing got wiped out like there does a scene where yeah. they like you know they erased his sort of thing erased from it, yeah, the yeah. ship so <laughs> i understand but i i just feel like it's such a lost opportunity because he's such True. a cool like he he his the, the interpretation of jorel in the zachary you know was such a mm. cool character like you know he's such a badass on his own right yeah. and even like uh, russell crowe the way he depicts cat is so good so it's it's a pity to me that we didn't get to see a lot like we didn't get to see him throughout like i yeah. don't know now if zaxan is just the has anything mm-hmm. to do with ajora like who knows it could be a surprise but yeah, i just feel like it, it like it would have been so cool to see jorel when superman comes back like when he walks mm-hmm. to the ship and then you know like just to see jorel that would have been so cool but yeah i mean i understand like They didn't go with that. But the thing with the free will is, it still bothers me. You know, like, what is, like, we talk about, we talk about free will and we talk about freedom all the time. Like, mm. you know, like freedom is literally, literally a luxury which no one can, like, very few can afford to have. And yeah. it has nothing to do with your financial achievements and, like, all that. It's just... Mm. the free will it's like you're free to do anything in a free place but that's just an ideal situation in your yeah. head like there is no such place here like no matter yeah. what you say or you think you are free no you are bound to live in a society with the rules they have given you in a certain way and you have to make the best of it and this in a superman the, represents that is the yeah. is the embodiment of that belief and if you look at it also like superman he doesn't <clears throat> there are like many like uh, scenes where you know they're like uh, the uh, with the army where superman is like you don't control me but that doesn't True. mean that i'm here to do wrong so just definitely that yeah. that sort of especially when you rewatch it you guys you start to like see things like this like it's like it's a real subtle like i know zaxan is not known for his subtlety like yeah. he go he like is bold dramatic he just shows everything like that but like yeah. there are like in the script i feel like there are moments like this that you know on rewatches you kind of explore more and you know as we are talking about krypton like uh, if what is krypton and like krypton getting destroyed and it's so funny that i remember one line from the mcu the thing they talk about ragnarok like ragnarok was never about the place it's about the people mm-hmm. and i wish like uh, it could have like that light would have been used here in some kind of way. i don't know like it's uh, it's, it's, it's so like, uh, me right honestly man yeah. krypton the people yeah. always shit Like the only, <laughs> the only like good true, people true, I think yeah. were the House of L. Like looking at it, yeah, Zod yeah. was like a Zod and his people were like complete like you know dictators. Uh, then what the council were absolute shit people who had yeah, no, true, who true. had no foresight. <laughs> I feel like in a way the council of Krypton it kind of represents the WB management. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> seeing how short sighted they were and like about the future but anyway that's a discussion for a whole other and thing. <laughs> i just like i think the uh, for me the prominent reason for clark kent not turning into a bad uh, superman is the fact their uh, like parents And, yeah yeah uh, the, up, the, the upbringing the upbringing the upbringing like, <laughs> i forgot to speak for a second <laughs> the upbringing of him like uh, like Martha, i think and uh, yeah. jonathan can yeah no that that's a very good point because a lot of people don't like uh, jonathan can in this movie because he's a very see now uh, one thing we have to say right of the bat superman's character has been there for like years so True. i think mm-hmm. one of the downfalls for the i say downfalls but I, like with the mm. hope that the universe might still sustain given the situation now like we don't know what's mm. going to happen in the future but yeah 
one of the main reasons i think why a lot of negative reception was gotten by dcu in the initial mm-hmm. days was the fact that there are preconceived notions of how this character should um, be how the sub- yeah. how like how superman should be how martha ken should be how jonathan ken should be and mm-hmm. in this film they try to do something different they try to depict jonathan ken as a very realistic person in a way mm-hmm. like he's not he's not and he doesn't have all the answers he's not sure like by yeah. that scene where you know superman say like the clark he saves the people in the bus i love yeah. that scene so much when he saves the people in the bus and then this the this is scene between jonathan and clark when jonathan he doesn't know what to do he doesn't he he's like maybe you shouldn't have like saved them like because yeah. maybe like if you had like now we already have questions arising on you on your powers on your this thing and see yeah. as i said again like this film tries to uh, like like wipe the entire slate clean and start from the starting but the problem is that people already have notions like oh yeah. no you could have oh. done that like for example like oh, a scene that gets criticized a lot is the scene where park mm. and dies okay now mm. the, the in the tornado now i am not a fan of the scene because mm. for me that scene the way the scene is executed for me doesn't work because mm. it, it feels like like too many things happen it feels a little bit forced is what i'm trying to say but mm. the idea of the scene i really like i like mm-hmm. the idea of the scene that you know park and doesn't think that the world is ready for him to like display such kind of powers so and you know he knows that clark could probably say it, but he feels like you know no that would have like major ramifications like in the world so that's why mm-hmm. he chooses for clark to hide his identity now now people all they keep saying that you know he could have super speed them people would have seen but th- that's the thing clark is very young that he doesn't know the extent of, of his powers yet and yeah, see, that's the, but that's the problem ultimate. because the film is trying mm. to wipe the entire slate clean but people huh. already have preconceived notions they're like no it's so much could yeah. fly and yeah, you could just run yeah. there get it there so and that's again like i'm not blaming the audience it's just mm. the fault of the filmmakers also because when you tackle a catalyst superman you're going to have this baggage that comes with it mm. and like the fact that they also opted for the non-linear storytelling it kind of created that impression in the audience that they didn't know in what in what power le- level superman was uh, like has he like okay has he like discovered like and like is hmm. he like you know used to his powers so that's why like yeah. you had so many questions coming up like why did he do that why did he do that and i think that is yeah. like a lot of the problems people have with manusi this from that yeah go on yeah so, uh, <laughs> i just wanted to say one thing about that scene <laughs> like is that uh like those like as you talk about some people having a problem with that scene because like mm. uh, clark could have yeah he could have but see uh, see that uh, if uh, whenever you rewatch that scene uh, take mm. that scene as a uh, type of like at one point of time uh, what that scene teaches me is the fact that no matter how powerful or how invincible you are you can't save everyone true, true. there will be times when yeah you but just you have Yeah, I think. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm glad you brought yeah. that up. So, because in uh-huh. the old, in the 1978 Superman movie, or usually in the Superman canon, uh-huh. hmm. not like it's. I'm not sure in all canon. Like in some of the comic book runs, I think both of them are still alive, uh-huh. which I don't yeah. mind actually. I because yeah. like all superheroes, their parents all die, so I'm okay with you know. <laughs> yeah, true. Having for a change for once. Yeah. In the in the usually what happens is that Jonathan Kent dies of a heart attack. Oh. Now okay. this now this. like what you said exactly that superman mm. can like he can't save everyone so this was yeah. um, supposed to be a teachable moment for him that you know he can't yeah. save like he, like there are going to be uh, stuff there are going to be events that happen where he can't do anything 
like he can't yeah. save like John Wick if someone dies of a heart attack. So yeah. that, that is there, but I think this movie is not trying to show that. It's trying to yeah. show that you know how, what I, will the yeah. world react? Like how shouldn't the shouldn't like the secret be protected? Isn't that secret True. worth protecting yeah. for? Isn't that more important than this? I think that's what the movie was going for, man. Especially, mm. so yeah, they're like yeah. different <laughs> clash of ideas, like you know. <laughs> yeah. I I know, like I'm giving a kind of a free hand to him, like in this scene, because like mm. uh, because I overall, like overall, I yeah. really love that movie, and yeah. one or two scene, like it's uh, I, yeah, okay, it's okay, man. Like you can fucking like don't for think. me, like it's just a few scenes like this that I actually have. A yeah, problem. overall, mm-hmm. I actually love this film. Like I'll yeah. still like watch bits of the film, like whenever I get free time. Like sometimes I just think that I, I just I just want to watch this flight scene again. Or I just want to watch uh, this scene again, like. <laughs> like like uh, like we spoke about like we spoke about one negative point. I just want to get back to the positives. Mm. I want like check out all the positives before we go to the negatives. <laughs> the action scenes are phenomenal. Uh, like bro, absolutely bro. phenomenal. Like that Smallville fight throughout. Like throughout the Smallville small fight, you're like, damn, this is like this is epic, man. You you you've never seen Superman depicted in such a way. And I feel True. like even after that, that Smallville mm. fight is so well done. Like, even more than the General Zod fight. Which I have uh-huh. problems with that, but the small fight, like you even see, try see Superman trying to fly away, and them like dragging his cape and then pushing him down. You're like, dude, it's so well and done. That that's typical Zack Snyder. Yeah, 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 right there. That's Zack Snyder at like what he does his best. Like that's yeah. like I don't <laughs> think anyone could have shown super ha- uh, Superman fighting like that. Super ham, like, <laughs> super ham, dude. That would be so cool. If there's a movie called Super Ham. <laughs> I think there's a character thing called Super. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Other thing which I want to speak about is the performances. I think Michael yeah. Shannon as Zod, absolutely great. Uh, Henry Cavill as always Superman. Even though I feel like uh, he didn't like he he didn't get to really like sort of be that Superman. Like because if you look at it, like there there were scenes where I really like, like he's like, don't play games with me, general. Like like scenes like that which I really dug, and you could really that, that scene when they uh, put him on like handcuffs. Yeah, handcuffs. Like, yeah. Do you, uh, do you let them put on handcuffs? I mean, yeah. it makes them safe, feel safe. Yeah. Listen, Jordan, and he just put, bam, <laughs> dude, like. And, and actually, he was yeah. speaking to Martian Manhunter now. Now we know ah, he was actually speaking yeah. to Martian Manhunter in that you know that uh, that sort of interrogation. Room. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, for me, that yeah. entitlement is where Henry Cavill got to be Superman. Like just that car, that calm presence that you know, like he's, a, he's like even that scene where he's like speaks to Lois and he's like it's not an S in my world it means so. And the way he speaks, but, yeah, but after that he didn't really get to be that because I thought his interactions with Zod, like I think hmm. that's again where like when you take a hand when you handle a character like Superman. Audiences they envision a certain way how Superman should speak. Like there was even this happened even like we, we were like reacting to Superman and Lois. Even in that there was a scene where Superman like uh, that Superman like he says like you know then find them for me, and he says it in a bit like angry way and like immediately you're like that's not Superman. Like it's just yeah. a, it's just a reaction you have. Like it's like you mm-hmm. can't see Superman. So even in this like movie when he says to Zod like you know uh, how does it feel? Like there's a scene where he like attacks Zod and he puts him on the ground and Zod like he has to like adjust to the climate, the world yeah, atmosphere, yeah. and he says it's like you know now you know what it feels like. And it's like very like that kind of line. You're like 
Will Superman actually say something like that? Yeah. Like that, because That's, it's uh, not that felt like kind of a forced for uh, to me. True. Like, uh, like yeah. Like you would feel like it, maybe yeah. he would say in a bit more calmer way or maybe different way. But see, that's yeah. even not the filmmaker's fault. It's a preconceived notion that you have in your head. You're yeah. like Superman won't speak like that. Like I think a yeah. lot of the like, like I said before, a lot of the problems people have with Man of Steel is a preconceived notions <laughs> of like they're like oh my Superman wouldn't and- do that. <laughs> you know in a way like, uh, like there are two uh, parts of me that kind of agrees and one part doesn't agree the one, as i said like yeah it feels like a kind of force but the part who agrees uh, says that bro like this is his first fight and yeah. like this is the first fight and this is the first time he is going like full against such power, a like, super army again like, such a powerful character and he and learned to fly knew, just what a week back or something yeah and we know like it has been in the teenager portion when he was kind of getting bullied by others he wanted to hit him like But there was, was a side in yeah. him that yeah. there was a side in him that wants to like kill those people yeah. but it and with every fight you learn and you become more true, mature true. and mature and as this is his first time i think like i like i don't like that's the thing. i know i'm kind of, like yeah. no, that's the thing he like as i said before like the, they try to portray suman as very flawed like a human not an alien yeah. like a very human and, character and but that doesn't go story, down well after all yeah yeah and yeah. that doesn't go down well with everyone like like for example like there's a scene where zod threatens martha and then you have this epic scene where Superman just comes <laughs> in and he's like you death red don't touch yeah <laughs> Dude, that was great that was great it like, punches off but the yeah. moment he like crashes to a petrol station and the ah, petrol station yeah, explodes yeah, yeah. you're like do yeah. everyone died there like ever like so like and that's the problem like obviously they're trying to put him as a flawed being but in your mind immediately just goes out that dude the pe- people over there died so if as i said again they could have done a small thing that changed it like if uh, they should like suman keeps keeps punching him but if they should zord just defend a punch and maybe like huh. punch one back and suman is going out of control and then because huh. of that they crash in the petrol station and then the it explodes huh. it makes a world of change like because yeah, true, true. throughout the movie you're depicting suman as a very restrained person like yeah. even in the when the bullies are like you know teasing him obviously this yeah. they attack his mom so obviously sure. like he doesn't think about anything like that. he sure. just goes at yeah. and the emotions sure. do work but again in your mind like, because after that very scene there's a scene where suman tells to people like stay inside it's not safe here yeah 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 that it feels just hollow. doesn't go that feels yeah, hollow exactly. because you Precisely, just put yeah. a petrol station back you know <laughs> yeah. and even that uh, i just like i think we're now talking about the flaws of the movie like yeah. in the end when janazod is like he does a scene where you know he's like laser eyeing um hmm. the the people yeah, know, is yeah, going and then to, yeah, yeah. because of all the destruction that happened before that scene like <laughs> people are like just to save a few people like he's doing that like yeah, but you know dude, what like, the filmmakers are trying to portray is that he's he is not doing all of that purposefully he's trying his huh. best to be superman yeah, yeah yeah and then there's also this option people have that but then the screenwriters this the like they have this guy is that they decided for that to happen it didn't yeah. have to happen like that Like they could have established Superman in a small way. They could have shown him gain experience before the whole yeah. attack came. So there are all these flaws. But I think because mm-hmm. I talked about the the third, the final battle with Zod, my problem is now that Zod he kills Zod. I'm okay with him killing Zod. Okay, it's it's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Like uh, again, as I said, that preconceived notion thing comes to play. But I'm okay yeah. with that. The problem here, I think, is the fact that Superman. You know, when the entire movie. 
you know you're establishing superman okay it is a journey of establishing superman man of steel like essentially like in the end even in the end like when like it's when he saves everyone from the world engine that people are like damn he was actually here to help like before that you got moments like when he saved the soldier from the flight and which i love that scene so much like he just saves a man and he are you all right and even that scene where they say that you know this man is not our enemy it's yeah, epic yeah. It, it's like you're like down there they try they they are they like accepting superman and, like that's the sure. thing like there are like things that they do so well in man of steel so when the whole zord battle breaks out i'm like this is not how i think the end should have been because hmm. i just want to compare it with batman begins Batman begins mm-hmm. also had a similar thing happening where you know they had to stop the train from getting to the Wayne Tower. Like mm-hmm. there's a similar thing happening. Yeah, like, yeah, so in this yeah, film yeah. also they had the world engine. I'm not criticizing the plot. Like it, that is the structure they mm-hmm. like they had the world mm-hmm. engine thing and Superman had to stop it. Having the Zord fight take place after that, it just got to a point where Zord is like, oh, "Screw it! Now I'm just going to kill everyone." Like you know, I'm this person. Like I was like like this dialogues all make sense. He's like I was bred to be a warrior, and you know, like hmm. I'm like I was like meant to protect. I was meant to ensure the survival yeah. of Krypton, and you took that away from me. That makes sense. But the fight feels hollow because you you're like you already destroyed the world engine. Now it's just yeah. two people punching, like two really internal people punching at each other. The stakes are gone. Yeah. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't it have been awesome if Superman flies to like stop the world engine, and then Zod goes after him? to prevent superman yeah, yeah 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 i was i was actually thinking the same thing that would have kept ticking bomb also sense? you know yeah, that would exactly. have been like like you know and it's like it's uh, then he has to like tussle with zord but still go and stop the world and huh. like similar to that... the batman begins fight you know that's what they did in batman begins they were fighting in the train basically i think that mm-hmm. would have been a lot better i think that i was actually thinking the same thing when i still remember the first time i watched it i was like instead of doing that and cutting to two portion like first yeah. he uh, destroyed the why well, can't just uh, merge them because like dude like the, as if general zord is like he is like highly that skilled highly powerful tensions would have high and so much it, <laughs> that would have been the actual thing you, you know like dude like you know clark will try general zord knew that he will try to stop him off mm. obviously he will try to you can't just yeah. let him let things happen the way true, and true. when he destroyed the first first world engine they would have no okay the first one is not working only the so he is coming yeah. right here so we have to get their troops and nothing nada that's true that's true. yeah like, uh, like i i love the line when russell crowe says you know he's t- twice the man you ever were like all of that ah, is great like oh, but yeah. still you know like i feel like they should have had it seen a little bit earlier and then zord is like true, okay true. maybe i yeah. should like take this a little bit more seriously like he did grow up on a farm but he is like accustomed to this world and that's yeah. why he's very powerful so maybe we should go stop him like i just feel like from a, like considering they like employed a known in the storyline something they did true. so much effort to the screenplay i just feel yeah, like this yeah. is one thing they could have done that i think would have changed changes everything like, it changes it changes everything change. exactly even and like even, him killing zord uh, would have been uh, more acceptable because you're like the world engine like like uh, it's like true. it would have been just uh, a few uh, people it would have been the entire world was at stake and but uh, again getting to killing zord okay <laughs> the entire movie it go it is in a, like it has its moments it has its moments mm. of hope but there's still yeah. a lot of like essentially there's a lot of moments of heart but it's still mm. you know it's this journey of superman being superman it's not the journey of like i know what they're trying to show they were trying to show that he was choosing krypton he was choosing humans he was choosing uh, earth yeah. over krypton huh. with him killing zod but you know yeah. we already knew that 
Like throughout yeah. film, it was already established <laughs> that you know, like even the scene where Russell Russell Crowe tells him that you know you're the bridge between the two worlds, you know, and you yeah. can save all yeah. of them. Like you know, you yeah. you you we grew you up, we gave you the chance to understand both worlds. And so you can choose. So we only knew that he was God. He's going to choose her. He was going to be Earth's yeah. protector. That's all fine. So it should have been a moment where you know he gets to be Superman. And it was. I think the fact that he kills off Zod, he just yeah. ended the whole thing in a very sore note, like in a very yeah. sad note. Whereas I yeah. think the movie should have ended in a more hopeful note. And if you see even the scenes after that, where you know he's going to the Daily Planet, and like I yeah. love that scene so much. Like you know him like dude. And, the and people say between people say Amy that Adams. I yeah. actually like the chemistry a lot. Like I know yeah. people say that there's no chemistry, but I actually what? really like it. I I, I was people like, oh say, my god, dude! I was blushing. I was literally blushing. Oh my god, this is so I, cute. I just want to say That's one thing. Like, people yeah. keep saying that. Oh, in the end scene, Metropolis was all fixed. Like the whole battle. Yeah. But if you actually yeah. see properly. They don't show yeah. a lot of Metropolis. Like the entire yeah, scene, show... riding the cycle, it's like very mm. blurry yeah. shots, like off the background. Yeah, so yeah. you know, again, like, like people will you know pinpoint anything. Pinpoint. <laughs> and dude, like, uh, like who told you that it's just one day after that event? Yeah, maybe yeah, it would yeah, have been like a huge yeah. team, like, time yeah. leap or some kind of that. Yeah. And bro, like uh, as we we're talking about the final, like I just realized one thing, like with uh, one thing common between Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman is the fact that. I don't really like the final act. There are parts <laughs> true, which true, I true, liked true, about true. the final act, same, but the same. main problem for both the movies relies in the final act. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, having said I'm that, I'm very similar. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm very and, similar. Uh, yeah, and having said that, dude, Superman in a way caused a genocide, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we just gave him a free hand with that. Like we have a problem with General Zod committing a genocide. Okay, and that was established too because one of the characters said you are trying to cause a genocide. But Soup did the same thing with like his own people, and it. I see that's uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're that, you're spinning it opposite. You're like showing that you know yeah, General Zod committed to he tried to commit a genocide on Krypton. Uh, 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 sorry, on yeah. Earth, on Earth, uh, on the yeah. people of Earth, and uh, yeah. similarly, like if you take it opposite, but technically he didn't commit a genocide. They came into this world and they tried to attack uh, this world. And that's uh, why, like, he, he, I guess you could maybe if he went to Krypton and just killed all of them, uh, <laughs> he just like he <laughs> could say that. But he was just protecting this world. I was uh, actually thinking about the whole like embryo yeah, thing. I think uh, the reason you say that is very good. It shows it how lad General Zod was. Like because uh-huh. in his own way, he was he was actually doing it. He was doing all the right things for him yeah. for his world. Like if this was a movie about General Zod being a hero, and if Earth yeah. is depicted as this very evil <laughs> place, then we would have been rooting for General Zod. Bro. Exactly. Would have been a villain. It's just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And one thing I've realized from watching these type of movies, and even in anime, like in so many animes, it has been told until and unless it's our guy. Uh, no one has a problem with it. Like yeah. even if our guy, I think it's our no, guy. See, no, like it's <laughs> you know, it's interesting. You say that you know, there's no one has a problem with. But people had issues with this. People, yeah. many people like said that you know, General Zod felt like more of a hero. Especially like there are the I think someone brought the scene up where you know he crashes into ship uh, and Zod like screams at him saying that you know don't do it. This is the last phase of Krypton, and he says Krypton has his yeah. chance. And yeah. the way that scene is shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Very like no. professional, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way the scene is shot, it kind of shows mm. uh, 
it it it, it almost feels like superman is a villain and again yeah. i say that these are the preconceived notions we have of superman like it feels like you know he's yeah. a villain he's a, like he revisioning all of that and because <laughs> I, like in that scene you you actually sympathize with zod you're like oh man poor guy but but this what he's he's trying to attack lois lane he's trying to attack huh. the entire ship so we shouldn't be feeling that but for some reason i don't and, know if because of the performance yeah. of michael shannon but Bro, we feel like, sad what, yeah one thing one thing like why he tried so hard to uh, change earth into krypton why not some other planet no i mean uh, i i think earth was i think is the most suited for change dude like uh, at the end of the day they were going to use that machine to change the atmospheric thing yeah. na so yeah. it wouldn't have made yeah i'm not any... i'm not quite sure <laughs> if that was explained like this they, they said that uh, the the they wanted the code i know they came here like they came uh, here because yeah. clark activated that code yeah, and, and like they they wanted yeah. the codex like they wanted codex, to have yeah. the and you could probably say that it was like revenge because jorel sent like jorel messed up their plans right he stole the codex uh-huh. then and he messed yeah. so they were like, like you know we will uh, we will take like, revenge on the planet he uh, established as well dude like for, see general as general zol said the for, the primary motive of his is to reestablish krypton and krypton, like good yeah. if you if mean, you're first first literally the first plan is to yeah. survive make krypton survive again and make people you could have started it somewhere and then come again with the true, full true. army did now yeah like i mean <laughs> okay. maybe there was a line that said that earth was the most suited Like they no, could have no, added no, a line saying that you know, Earth's yeah, they could have, they, they could have, they could have, they could have. But yeah, like that's just nitpicking. I feel like that's okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think overall, I really like the film. But as I said, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the killing of General Zod, it it just ended the film in a downer. Where yeah, I feel like if General, like just imagine this, okay, if General Zod survived, like uh, okay, oh. I, I'll get to this, but I, I'll just say my final thoughts because what I say like, overall, like yeah. final thoughts of Man of Steel is that. I really like this film, in spite of all its flaws. I think yeah. people give a bad rep to this film. Like, dude, it, hmm. like I know we don't, we shouldn't care about Robert Rotten Tomatoes that much, but it had a fifty-six percent. Like, it had a dude, rotten I, score. This is not a rotten score movie. And like, <laughs> dude, I've seen worse movies than this get, like a sixty, sixty-five. Like, this was an easy, like seventy, seventy-five percent Rotten Tomatoes. Hey, it's just like you said, now it's like people have this preconceived notion with that's Superman. The problem, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, and I yeah, I, I understand how Rotten Tomatoes work. I know it's not like it's not like seven or ten. It's like that much personal yeah. critics gave it a positive review. I just feel like you know it could have gotten yeah. like I just feel like a lot more critics could have been a more positive over this. But yeah. I like anyhow. But I, the main point I was trying to say before is the fact that General Zod, like they killed him off in the end, and that ended like the whole film ended in a sooner. Like I I just feel like if they had managed a way of where General Zod could have kept could have been kept as a prisoner in some Kryptonian ship. Like in some ship, like we, as we know, even in Justice League, we know that you know he still had some Kryptonian um, ships, like yeah. still in Earth, mm-hmm. like because all the suits were there and all. Like maybe like with Jor-el, they like for, they they kind of put a prison, kind of like they they function like a place where yeah. you know he can't get out, and they put him over there. Like that's and how they could have uh, introduced the first time that uh, that Krypton is vulnerable, makes these guys vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, that that could have, that could have yeah. been there. You know, the the whole Kryptonite thing could have come from that. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Then so that could have helped in BVS, and also I feel like mm-hmm. instead of having like as we said, like the problems we have Man of Steel in is in the third act, even in BVS is the third act, and like yeah. I think even if you probably speak to the most diehard fan of BVS. 
they would mm. probably say that the 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 doomsday bit is probably the weakest one. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, wouldn't yeah. it have been like I know it's that this is not how they did it in the comics. General Zod. If General been. Zod was like if Lex Luthor that was his backup plan to unleash Zod, like huh. that was his backup plan. I like mean, you know, bro, like if uh, I I'm not sure about it, but uh, like if I think if I'm not wrong now, uh, what Lex did is created Zod into Doomsday. Yeah, yeah, he did. He yeah. took his blood and then he mutated yeah. with Zod. But I'm just saying, like, but yeah. that's still a very like it's a being without Bro, any like you, persona, yeah, that, that's like personality. Thing, like... So not persona, personality. And like <laughs> yeah. he's just this you know CGI creature. But wouldn't have been it, it have been so much more cooler if you know like uh, first of all like if Lex you know like he his whole plan was to get Batman and Superman and to and to show that Superman was a fraud, fraud as a god and he kills Batman. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. his plan. Okay. Wouldn't it have been cool if you know his backup plan was when Superman comes back was to just you know unlock Zod from the prison, yeah. and because that was True. his backup plan, maybe he fa- he forms some sort of alliance with Zod, huh, like, huh, huh. and maybe if Zod kills Superman in the end, like just imagine, like you you like I know that's not how it happened in the comics, and maybe people would have had issues with that. Okay, because that's no, but, not how uh, it happened. But no, if, like, no, so was, cool. huh. yeah, if, mm-hmm. if Superman, like, you know, he puts the spear into, like, Zod, and then Zod uh-huh. also, like, kills, so both of them kill each other in that uh-huh. one scene. Like, that would have been such a great payoff of Man of Better like, than this, at least. Yeah. It would have been better than Much this, better right? than this. I because, feel like, like that would have been so uh-huh. good. <laughs> See, um, uh, first and foremost, my, the biggest problem which I had with the final act, the movie is that, bro, you can't introduce Doomsday yeah like that and you can't yeah. kill him True. like that you don't you don't see, it's doom like I, even like i know doomsday is like a very well-known um huh. he's very well known in the comics he's this he's this unstructable like so this indestructible huh. oh, what am i saying but he's this unkillable <laughs> thing you know like and, who's yeah yeah comes, yeah but i just feel like you know the, the appeal of doomsday was never there for me like other than killing superman as a villain hmm. i feel like you know he's just like he's just there like yeah, he's no one just about, for this. Yeah, we we even talked about this the other day that I uh, like yeah it, it it's it feels kind of wrong to like bring doomsday here, but hmm. I think like we think it it was the perfect character to be there to like because like because, uh, you have to yeah Superman's su- death was like uh, okay we probably have we probably have to backtrack a little bit now but uh, <laughs> what we feel like uh, we what the problem is that you know I think we understand why why doomsday was there because. It, they had decided that they yeah. would be killing Superman off because in terms of the character, yeah. uh, the character yeah. like um, arc of Superman in BVS, mm. it was that, you know, he was always going to die. If Especially when you rewatch it, especially if you rewatch the ultimate edition, the, yeah. it was always going to be that, like, you know, and, uh, but the fact that they brought in Doomsday, like just, just like that, it just like yeah. you know, it didn't agree with well with me. But like uh, the main reason why we brought up the third act of BBS first was because we could connect with Man of Steel. <laughs> like because I had this alternate yeah. idea for Man of Steel, that's why I brought that up. But yeah, BBS the uh, uh, ultimate edition. We're going to talk about that now. Like uh, <laughs> again, all spoilery. But I just want to say, well, I just want to start off by saying one thing. Hmm. <laughs> the moment DCU failed was mm-hmm. when they decided like the the moment the the failure started like seeping in was when they decided not to release the three hour version in, uh, but instead release the two and a half hour version in the yeah, yeah i feel that's but when it doomed i because like i i never actually saw the theatrical edition the mm-hmm. four like i saw 
saw the ultimate edition and yeah. i i don't think i will be seeing the theatrical edition after like see. hearing so many people like <laughs> yeah. complain i don't even know like oh my god what will be there like no no it's not minutes. what will be there it's what is not there not there like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's not there because and, uh, bro, you know in the ultimate edition in the first like uh, the third act mostly remains the same but the amount yeah. of uh, like context the amount of scenes that is in the first two hours of the film you're like mm. dude this this changes the whole thing like Everything. because it's yeah. not this that yeah, the people are saying it's just 30 minutes but those 30 minutes make the entire movie make more sense it makes the other scenes also make more sense it gives a lot more mm. context it deepens the ideas mm. of the film and it's a huge like i don't even know what that really? it's just like like uh, i as i said i didn't i haven't watched the theatrical edition so i can't say but regarding the 30 minutes i want to like give an example how 30 minutes can change everything imagine end game without the first act true true like true. they didn't show how the world has uh, been coping up with all these things how the avengers are dealing with all these things and they went directly into the time travel thing that yeah. would be just like any other like cheap uh, commercial movie that that that's that true. just the fact that those the first act was there like you finally see these heroes down and out like there is no do that changes everything because like if you didn't see the like the story little bit story of connecting everything like mm. because like, for me the idea of batman versus superman was such like yeah it's a superhero movie but for me it's still a, a political influenced uh, a different kind of superhero it is, movie it is it is it's not it is because it's not a typical superhero movie when mm. there is a problem and bro there is like a, a, a what there is a co- conspiracy going on between yeah, from yeah, both yeah. the sides like and But, the, the funny thing is the conspiracy only makes sense in the ultimate edition you know they are just yeah. you just have like you're just like okay maybe that's implied or maybe True. like just that like okay yeah. i guess but like in the because in the theatrical it is implied that okay lex might have done all this in the ultimate yeah. actually show okay lex was behind yeah. this like he really frames superman here you know it's much more clear <laughs> and it's such a brilliant idea you know because like hmm. in especially in these type of movies you don't think of like a political like, like uh, the uh, i know i'm like again going to the mcu but i think it's somewhat uh, they try to show somewhat of it in civil war where yeah, the yeah. Cor- corruption and the hmm. that thing was there and what uh, are yaar i'm forgetting his name the the main antagonist of that movie who tries to general ross uh, no not general ross zemo 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 yeah zemo zemo i got from i didn't even have to google so i just had to like think for a second <laughs> so that zemo guy see uh, it's such a brilliant and the way these things are shown and connected and bro like the powerful images the very first it's like, a beautiful movie it's such it's a beautiful a beautiful movie, movie. Like, and each every score... shot can be a wallpaper like that's Dude, how beautiful this movie seriously <laughs> seriously the entrance of batman he's like yeah. i know it's just a like funny meme they have made out of it yeah, like, yeah, batman yeah. is hanging But on but not only is that anticipation <laughs> they create the fear they create yeah. before like he comes and then he's like just standing and you're like oh Man, like dude, like, like and dude, I am all in for that superman entrance when Louis standing there and like he arrives, boom, 
and yeah. that's good mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh bro and when uh, louis sees uh, him in the eyes and like yeah, she just like he, like puts her yeah, hand down like bro. he's not scared anymore like that that's that's a great that's a great and i know i'm uh, getting ahead of it but i just are man we can't talk about batman versus superman without talking about the first a beautiful lie Dude, yeah, Dude. yeah, yeah. Let's, let's start from there. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> that's a masterpiece. I know, like yeah. it's like the same. Uh, I uh, there are Origin? people yeah. criticize. Yeah, it's like I know we have like it's like seeing uh, Ben Parker thing uh, like again and again. But this was shown and shot in such a beautiful, beautiful and way. It's like poetry in motion. Like exactly, <laughs> bro. And I still get chills. Dude, the piano and the gunshot with the yeah, 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 yeah. and it goes back. It broke the symbolism. It's basically the comic book panels, but it's brought to life. Yeah. Like as Bro, good. Like it's, it's, dude, it's even amazing. even the drum. Ben like in in my dream, like in the bats all yeah. surround him and they live in my dream. They took me to. a beautiful world or to a land yeah, to a, like yeah, a different yeah. like perfect world but that was a beautiful it's, it's, lie that, that was great that, that was great I, I, as soon as i saw that now i was like this movie can't go wrong like i i have like there is no way this can <laughs> like this can go wrong and it keeps getting better and better dude, dude that and metropolis sequence man that scene is so good like just seeing like you know bruce wayne like running into the old destruction happening in metropolis and just just you, it really shows superman in that different light you're like damn dude, like, like anyone would different be perspective like, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. like because like from a, like from bruce point of view he is the like because of him the, all these things are happening hmm. like and you know you immediately and i'm so glad they kept that part and i don't yeah. like like in the ultimate they started with that and that yeah, that's all the, the man, theatrical yeah. also, like, okay, that's okay. all the okay okay so they they because sometimes it happens when they doesn't really mention what the events happening in the mm. uh, the previous, previous movies yeah. but this time they, that was a pretty relevant part to be shown and that what's brought the whole batman mm. versus superman thing together and bro the lex luthor scene of him like when he was trying to uh, conspire and say that uh, the chief justice she was the uh, affirmating that lady and like uh-huh, and uh, holly uh, hunter uh, the actress's yeah. name i'm forgetting like jesus i'm forgot everyone's name and he <laughs> says like what if i change one thing you don't think my dad would mind like if i were painting yeah i will do and that score the creepy yeah, tin, score tin, tin, bro that <laughs> That's, oh my it's God. it's if you like I mean some people have noticed that you know the the notes of that is like the opposite of the Man of Steel theme, like oh, showing that oh. it's the antagonist. Like mm. that's I find that very interesting. Like like Dude, uh, before we get to Lex, I just want to talk about mm. Ben Affleck. Like absolutely outstanding performance as Batman. Like Crazy. he really like depicts this very hard earned uh, brutal vigilante who has mm. kind of lost his way in life and lost his purpose, but. Again, like I said, for Superman, yeah. the preconceived yeah. notions that people have yeah. of what Batman should be. The problem here was the, not the fact that Batman is killing people or he has because that was the plot. That was the story mm. that you know he Zach wanted to say. Like he wanted to say a story of you know the arc where you know he gets inspired from Superman. He gets imp- inspired mm. from his sacrifice. He believes that there are still true people. Like. a uh, good people in this world and you know yeah. he can still be good and you know he is he can do good for this world you know he can get off his old ways that was like the arc that he's trying to show but the problem is that people like again there was this misjudgment i feel 
because mm-hmm. you know we were just getting off the darknet rises darknet rises yeah. came like 4 years back or 3 mm-hmm. years back before this film release okay and people had this image of batman like whatever like whatever people mm-hmm. say like people say that batman used to kill there also but it was not like mm-hmm. direct murders it was like yeah. incidental murders happening here and there yeah. he was depicted as a hero that will not kill anyone like you know he that's his like that's his rule like in, in in fact like dark knight like the whole thing with the joker like he even tells him like you know you won't like that that's you know you won't break that one rule and i want to break that yeah. like the whole thing with the joker and the thing here is that because people are so used to that idea of batman uh, when they saw like ben affleck just machine gunning people and just like going in and just shooting, uh, people could not digest that but if you notice people have like like people are beginning to accept him more as the years have gone by because they're like hmm. this is a new interpretation like people are now yeah, starting to accept it but back see, then i still remember the uproar over that you know that batman is killing th- th- that's the thing see as we are as we'll be getting more and more adapt- adaptation of this different comic uh, comic book superheroes what's different like if a certain person is direct trying to capture a certain character in that way it's his adaptation and that's what makes him his adaptation right like you can't ex- like just imagine seeing what's there in the comic book in four five different ways just the same way like yeah. what's the need of yeah but i think i think the problem is that adaptation that that's what zack thought like what you were saying like mm. Mm. that's what zack wanted to do that's what david is going wanted to do that's what christerio wanted to do like with yeah. the script and with the whole the scene with batman and superman but i think the problem came with the fact that they probably misjudged because when you as i said before when you handle such big characters you have to know that there is baggage so maybe uh, if there yeah. was something that showed batman going down the wrong way like where yeah. he he's actually crumpling down and like because in this movie it's done very well actually if you just look at the film mm. like they really show that yeah. batman has lost his way but the problem is that he's such a big iconic character who you know and may, which many people I, like which general audiences or most of the audiences around the world perceive him to be this guy this, this vigilante who doesn't kill anyone and when you yeah. show him in this way people will find it hard to digest So unless yeah, you, you right, kind yeah. of show it in a way where you're like, okay, that's what happened. That's that's what blew okay. Yeah. Like you know, that's what. And, I just don't see like if you look at like even this is show called Batman Beyond, which shows Batman yeah. retiring. Okay, in the first episode, basically they show that when the the reason why Batman retires is because he is not he's gone old, but also the moment he retires is when you know he is forced to pick up a gun against a villain. like he's yeah. and when he picks up a gun against a bullet he's like he gets his unlike deniable guilt that okay, he can't do this anymore so that's mm. the that's the that's how much strong that belief of you know batman of not being a murderer is throughout you know the the animated shows and everything that so when they like portray this batman in this way uh, it I, won't yeah. like settle in that's i think so, um miscalculation I, maybe like and it's not even a true. fault of storytelling it's just mm. that when you handle such characters this comes with them Yeah. you know like you and can't really fault anyone here like <laughs> i th- as you just mentioning like they should have like uh, shown him gone darker or some of mm-hmm. the events at least surrounding him because like this they, is they the first time it, still, the bat like... flick version of uh, batman is appearing in like in mm-hmm. uh, actual uh, movies yeah. i think for that we needed a like four hour long movie you know true true true, like, true. yeah that i mean <laughs> Anyway, even in three hours, they couldn't have squeezed that in. But like, but yeah. anyway, like Ben Affleck, I thought did a fantastic job. Uh, definitely, definitely. But uh, I just want to talk about one, which one person which I thought ah, was a miscast. Okay. So that's yeah. Jesse Eisenberg's like super. Like I feel like I don't think 
his like portrayal of like I understand what he was what they were trying to go for and um, uh, people say yeah. that you know he is from Superman both right like that's okay. the interpretation they were going for and stuff like that but I, it just didn't work for me even like even when I rewatched this film like all yeah. of his dialogues are great like it's all of his it's so good like you know like the way he's like the man versus uh-huh. god like you know uh-huh. uh, even yeah, like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. the the biggest lines were like devils don't come from uh, from the sky, from, the, beneath, from yeah. hell beneath us they come from the sky like yeah. all the lines Ooh, are great but powerful it's just yeah. it's just that you know the way the, i feel like it should have been a very charismatic person because mm. if you see the lex uh, what they're trying to say he's like trying to hide behind this mad persona that he's created but i think it would have been better if he's this very charismatic very like sly person mm. who not sly like very the school charming like bruce wayne almost like you know that uh, that kind of person who you know and, people would yeah. not question his like intentions but deep underneath he has all these you know inte- like all these like evil intentions within him mm. i think that probably would have worked a lot more like uh, yeah cool. uh-huh. I just want to say one thing that as a guy who like doesn't know much about like mm. how Lex Luthor is portrayed in the comic and I barely yeah. know anything from the comics so I like I knew Lex Luthor is this type of guy but I for me as I said I didn't know anything about like how he is portrayed in the comics yeah. I just saw him as a maniac guy who has this uh, like crazy idea of conspiring against superman and mm-hmm. making him like bad like that the whole thing and yeah. i find it like i find it acceptable because like now the things will start now the problem where the problem comes is the fact that as you know like how lex luthor is in the comics books and mm-hmm. you must have read more and more yeah. as you are more into this stuff so that that's where and i can agree with that because like, yeah that's where things start to change because like as you said yeah little bit tweak and here and there it's okay but if you try to change the whole thing without but like, see, it's they... not even the change it's not even the fact hmm. that he is this man like even if this was not like slother let's say like okay. because as people there are there are people say that this is superman this is like lex slother from superman birthright like that's the character thing like that's the interpretation okay. in superman birthright he is a bit like this he's a bit like okay. crazy like this but see that's yeah. not the problem i think the problem is that the character just doesn't work like yeah. it could be anyone it just like yeah. the way of jesse eisenberg plays his character this is it it doesn't resonate with me it feels like like whenever his scenes come i'm like mm. Mm. like it's like he is like <laughs> like all of his like the, mm, mm, like you know all the thing like, uh, it, it doesn't yeah, work yeah. with me you know like i understand yeah. what they're going to do in a way it should have worked because they're like batman and superman and this are very like serious characters so having like this mad kind of character should have worked maybe but Uh, even if like people say he's playing the riddler even if this was the riddler okay even yeah. if this character was a riddler like it still wouldn't have worked for you because i feel like <laughs> that's the weakest part of the film like uh, jesse eisenberg's like sota so you know but True. yeah that's just like uh, but i mean look he True. doesn't have a lot of screen time to be yeah. honest like yeah he does his screen time is pretty less so that's fine yeah. but now uh, like uh, now coming from like the weakest point of point of the movie now i want to talk about the two strongest point of the movie Hmm. not point like the big the best part of the movies amy adams and gal gadot what do you want to say about that one dude See, i know i, I will say about gal gadot gal gadot and the uh, because i i have some it's not it's not against her but i i have some flaws like in terms of okay. the the writing like yeah. some of the right and that mostly comes in the third act because i it, i yeah. feel like the first two hours of film are like excellent like i feel like hmm. it's it's perfect Def- yeah. like it's like it's done so well like uh, ab adams is uh, in, in the ultimate edition she pretty much drives the investigation of the plot 
Like she's investigating. Yeah. She's like none of those stuff is there in the theatrical. Like just oh. I'm just saying it. Like she's like investigating the like it's hindered here and there, but it's not gotten such mm. depth. And this it's so much better. Like she's finding the about the conspiracy of Lexrota, which it was great because it felt like a political thriller. And even yeah, I like exactly yeah. I liked all of Superman's like emotions that he's going through. Like he's just like trying to do the right thing. Even that scene with right Jonathan Kent, yeah. like where he says, "And you know, I I sat there having all the hero cake after like accidentally destroying the farm of the Lang family." Like that 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 scene which he has, and that that for me had like so like many people ridiculed that scene because they're like, "Oh, ghost Kent, like what what crap?" But I loved that scene so much because like that that is like in many times in in this world in life we try to do the right thing. We 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 are like hell bent on trying to do the right thing, but we go wrong somewhere like unintentionally we cause harm, and that's what Superman is doing. Like he's trying to he's just trying to help everyone. but because of the, there's so many political implications that this world has that he can't do that like he even did the right thing he even went to the hearing like yeah. but you know the conspiracy was the cause explosion and people were like you know did he have something to do with this because he yeah. he flied away after saving a few people but no he cuz he just couldn't bear what was happening around him that's why he was like let me just stop being this because maybe this world doesn't deserve he even says that this was just a dream of a farm from kansas you those lines are so good like i absolutely loved those scenes Like about like Superman, the Superman elements of this film, I I thought it was actually pretty good. Like I think it works even like in the end when he is actually Jonathan Kent tells this about Martha Kent that she she says that you know she was my world and she brought mm-hmm. she showed me the hope of this world and he says the same line to Lois Lane in the end saying that you know you are my world uh-huh. before sacrificing it like uh, because it's like you know in many ways he's like you know this world needs me. and i need to do this right now and i'm a little bit mixed up about the sacrifice because i'm like mm-hmm. on one hand it works because if you if you look at lexul he says that you know if god is all powerful he cannot be good and if he's good then he cannot be all powerful but in this case suban has the power to defeat doomsday yeah but he's also sacrificing and showing that he is also good like i just feel like that's pretty good like you know i th- i think that's a great rest. that's a great end but at the same time i'm i also understand that you know it was just a second film we didn't get a lot yeah. of clock so you know i can understand people not people feeling it a little hollow and not like feeling the emotions behind the sacrifice but yeah i just start speaking a lot like <laughs> no no that's dude that's what we want about the podcast like speaking our heart out like and, and these type of things shows that we really care like it's like i was just thinking the same, yeah, you know, i, I, I just that, said all the dialogues from memory like i was not even like looking <laughs> yeah and dude it's it's such a different time these days because like we are talking about a fictional thing a fictional mm. event and yeah. we are talking about with such care and love yeah. it's like uh, like we have experience it's like our thing you know like it's yeah. a part of our life and it's it's just great man it's just really great <laughs> but i think we talked about the good elements now i'll get to the negative like you mm. said about gal karu for me yeah. one of the negatives and this mostly comes from the third act Is the forced shared universe connections they mm-hmm. try to put into this film, like okay. for a, not exactly Galgador, but the entire thing with her like seeing the email and mm-hmm. her like looking through the email and how like there are already logos designed for the heroes and uh, like all of that. Like, no, there are there are some theories saying that maybe Lex, like someone from the future, gave it to Lex, mm-hmm. and 
it was always meant to go in batman's hand if that's the case then it's like awesome but i, I don't think that <laughs> just looking at the story right now yeah. i just feel like that the whole like i feel like that was detrimental for the plot like it took like it, it felt like the plot just paused there because if i remember correctly superman like makes a decision that okay i have to either talk with batman or i have to go fight him and kill him that's mm-hmm. it he tells to lois like you know he says that in a very like heartbreaking moment and then he flies away and then they cut to galkerot like looking at her in here and i'm like dude it doesn't make it doesn't work like you take this entire scene out and uh, get back yeah. to the plot <laughs> i think now what like i yeah it's actually it was a bad idea because like they it feels like they were trying to for, like foreshadow what's going to happen in the next and it's like a sort of a connecting dot to them yeah. but it shouldn't be there like especially at that moment you know it felt really out of place and See, like I, oh, I think like what could have what they could have, because they wanted the movie to end with uh, batman saying that you know help me find others like you like help mm-hmm. me put because there's this uh, that you know that invasion that's incoming okay let yeah. you know but i feel like that again that also feels a little hollow because i think it would have been better if uh, throughout the film there was like uh, basically like maybe juice by the clippings or like you know talk about like there is talk like like so they even says you know there are met humans here but there is yeah. more talk about met humans like maybe there's like you know someone like just like uh, like there was someone who just speeded in and saved this robbery like it just like yeah. um, like talk like that and then maybe in the end credits they could have had a scene and like this where maybe ha. bruce wayne like gets the maybe the encryption is completed and maybe then he goes to the file and then he yeah. sees like you could have even kept wonder woman's plot intact like just maybe yeah. focus on wonder woman but then have mm. all these hero also like cameron the problem is not just in the email it's also in the other scene where so batman has his vision and in the movie it's plays out like yeah. a dream like you know superman is like the nightmare sequence the nightmare yeah. sequence is absolutely awesome like because the way they did that is actually really cool because they set up something with actually having relevance to the current plot because to the current plot it just shows that batman is like very paranoid about superman and he's seeing hmm. what this world could be if superman is dominating but for like hardcore dc fans they can see the omega yeah. symbol they can see the parademons they know oh dark side is probably coming so it actually sets up very things but the it all falters when flash comes in and he's like you know uh, bruce like you know like be like find us and you you were right i feel like that was again unnecessary like what because yeah. it just it is such a random moment that comes in and no one even talks about this after that like after like bruce is wakes up no one talks and i just felt like why did you need that like it would have been better if they ended with superman like uh, crushing batman's like you know heart like as the uh. scene was playing out and then he just woke up and because in the next scene he's talking to alfred he's saying that you know how many people like stayed good like 10 15 years in gotham like how many people stayed that way and that has a lot of relevance because if you look at even like in the history of the characters that have been in gotham like whether it's harvey dent or the characters like that all the characters who start off good actually like end up being bad including batman yeah. in this universe like even he has become a criminal now like so i feel like it would have been better they just didn't have a flash because the flash would just felt so jarring because audiences were like me I, i should i should i have understood that like they were just setting that up to be this thing but i think it would have been a lot more better if you know there was a post credit scene which showed maybe flash like in the nightmare sequence going back and to hmm. give this vision to bruce or something like that like like i just feel like you know that forced shared you know as connections were not required but Galgrid was really awesome as Wonder Woman, so I absolutely loved yeah. that. Like all, all of her bit was good, but as I said again, the faults of this film come more in the third act. Hmm. And uh, it's like 
I just uh, I think you are right uh, very well by saying this when this happens like because of fact uh, these things keeps happening and you know as you it's a it's a kind of forced thing you know because like the flash is getting it, a part of flash is getting introduced and some people get it then wonder woman kicks in and then like it's the whole nightmare sequences yeah. it's like pretty felt like it's too much it's too much for it a it takes away from the con- central conflict of the film like yeah, about you know focusing on batman and superman i yeah. think and it's already we are getting batman already in this place because like uh, bro, it it feels so weird because like see apart from uh, emir lewis and soup every other character is totally new to this mm-hmm. comic to this movie as well and the fact that it's a batman versus superman movie but there are other things happening actually major other things happening around there so it takes a uh, kind of uh, away from the whole plot thing because like what exactly uh, the what does the filmmaker want us to have their attention on it's like mm. keep changing towards the movie and it's like yeah you were right they could have done this more in the post credit or like even in the late last last in the last the maybe 5 minutes maybe yeah. like uh, of the movie uh, men men like they show that like that, that's the only sort of like for me like even like this film is one of those films where you know a lot of the time like uh, we talk about batman like even the martha scene like which i don't really want to touch about because a lot of a lot of it has been talked about but yeah. i feel like the ideas were right but even with the martha scene the execution was faltered a little bit i even did a recut of that where i tried yeah, to put the emotions without with but thinking martha and it works it works even without the martha name being said there but again like even when superman comes to fight batman like i feel like if he had done if there was a scene where superman is like explaining everything to batman and then he doesn't agree and then he fights it would have made it a better fight like then superman would have like, okay now i have no option but in the movie like he just tries a little bit like he's listen to me bruce like this is not this is what's happening but it's like it's he doesn't like say it properly to to like you know uh batman and that i feel like you know if he had just said it more he said that you know they have my mom and like so this is manipulating all of us like you know that's what yeah. is happening and then if batman didn't agree and he's like you know you're just like saying this something something like that maybe like just small additions here and there it i think could have like like not like it could have improved the third act like we talked about mm-hmm. man of steel also like the third act yeah. like and when we talk about improvements it's just an our opinion i know there are people who think that as it is it's fine it's perfect it's fine, as it yeah. is and that's completely fine but we just feel like you know just small small improvements here and there in the third hour of the film like like that's the only thing because if if we talk about this film it's a beautiful movie like true, everything true, true. is it's absolutely beautiful even the last sacrifice of superman the the way how he like uh, the doomsday whole thing of him like you know yeah. like putting his heart like in this putting this uh, the the kryptonian spear into doomsday and even the funeral of superman the way they show it it's it's absolutely great like it's like uh, zaxon is like again it's he's at his true best in those scenes yeah. like portraying the funeral and stuff like yeah. dude it's it's a beautiful movie it has flaws but all movies do have flaws and i yeah, feel like exactly. people hated on this too much and to uh, like people hated on it a lot and even the producers probably hated on it in the end because of what happened <laughs> but i guess we're just yeah. happy that at least action like got to like after the, the injustice that was handed over to him he got to come mm. back and at least he got yeah. to like finish the film and all this conversation in the last hour and so makes me so excited for like exactly. his I, i'm excited because he has hour. more time like he has four yeah. hours now So I'm just excited to see what he could do in those four hours, like you know, because traditionally he actually does well with a longer runtime. So I'm yeah. more excited to see like what he does with 
justice and this is the first time happening like i said told you before that i have not even seen any of the promotional footage mm-hmm. like even the trailer i have not seen because like that's that the first trailer happens. you saw the hallelujah one yeah i no no yeah that was the only trailer which yeah. i saw and that didn't had much yeah that, that was more of a celebration some, of the movie yeah, coming out i just saw some bits and pieces was there i saw joker i was like huh, what <laughs> and joker says we live in a society i was like okay <laughs> oh, wait what what is happening so i'm really intrigued i am like uh, dude like uh, fans really fought hard this was like a oh. beautiful story of you know for once the corporates didn't get their way and the fans got <laughs> like they might still get their way because of hbo max subscription was going uh-huh. up but still like you know fans fought for it and they all came together for one filmmaker to see his true vision on screen i think that's a beautiful story i know people say it's toxic and so but that is a very positive side to this even about what they've done for the american suicide prevention foundation like how much money they sort of raised for that yeah. and so i mean i think it's a beautiful story and uh, i just i'm just excited for this i know we've talked a lot about manchester and bbs and if we yeah. might have spoken a little bit too much about the flaws but we do love these yeah. films a lot like we rewatched like we there was like sometimes when we had to rewatch like movies that were not very not well received we always yeah. uh, we always like hey should we rewatch it like we just say from my but for manuscript we were like oh yes we get to rewatch yeah, it yeah, <laughs> we okay. were like excited because dude, these are beautiful films zack is i think a very like he's a phenomenal filmmaker and it's unfortunate what happened with wb and i think it just shows that you know for a shared universe to function a good filmmaker is not the only thing you need you also need a very good producer you need mm-hmm. like i'm not saying that just like kevin fight you can fight but you need a strong producer who will hold the hand of the director and be like you know yes like you know what you're doing is right like we'll back you respecting what's happening and i think that was what was what was missing with wb unfortunately and let's just hope that in the future we'll get to see more uh, more of you know uh, filmic oriented films from the dc side of things <laughs> yeah maybe like i i think uh... for now at least they should focus more on the silent alone movies which looks like from the projects they are having like yeah. you know, the matrix batman i i can't i true true it, it, it does look good like matrix is batman looks good uh, even it, it uh, looks the too good like the flashpoint movie so also adapt- might yeah. be shaping up to be pretty good so you know like uh, here's hoping for the best for dcu yeah. Oh. yeah james gunn suicide squad also looks good and there's oh, also yeah, yeah. a petition for uh, the air cut the david air cut the uh, so even suicide squad was completely uh, butchered yeah, by wb yeah. so there's a lot of stuff which uh, we haven't seen so let's just hope that we also get to see the air cut moving forward but uh, like uh, he is being very excited for zack and justice league and yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i am i'm hyped i'm hyped like <laughs> just just take me on a journey now for hours people are like flipping out for hours i'm so excited i'm like yes <laughs> this is what i've been looking for all this time But I guess with that we come to the end of this episode of the podcast, the uh-huh. the DC special. I guess the Man of Steel BBS special. If you do enjoy this podcast episode, be sure to hit that like button and also subscribe to the podcast episode. Uh, next week we'll be talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, be sure to hit give uh, give us a review, maybe give us a five star rating. <laughs> like we know we don't really deserve it, but still, like <laughs> it'd be great if you could give us a five star rating. And uh, overall, it was a great talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. As uh, Zack Snyder's Man Cena and BBS Jay do you have any final thoughts Dude, I, just as i said after discussing it in length like i literally can't wait for the justice league four hour pro like to it it's going to be amazing i knew it. i know i know
<laughs> but I guess I guess with that, like I know we talked a little bit too much about the flaws, but is it us being passionate? Like overall, we do like these films, and we don't like we don't go and bash on it like like how other people do. Like, <laughs> we we always like in here we always speak about the positives and negatives, and that's all in our opinion. Like we don't like try to impose our opinion on other people. But anyway, like uh, with that, we have come to the end of this podcast. Uh, do have a great weekend, and all excited for Zach's and it's just stick next week. <laughs>